0: And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode.
1: What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers.
0: I'm K. Trevor Wilson.
1: Hey, it's Krista Allen.
0: Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's
1: up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. yeah. Yeah!
0: My name is Josh Williams and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 170 for Wednesday, August 12th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You having a great week so far? Are you enjoying yourselves as things, at least here in Canada, start to go back to normal? Huh? How are my friends in the U.S. doing? Lots of of downloads in the U.S. right now, so I hope all the people who are downloading are staying safe. I got uh, Texas, California, Virginia... Uh, New York, a lot of places, uh, lots of downloads. I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, and of course, uh, Japan, Japan apparently is, uh, I'm very big in Japan in terms of, uh, downloads. <laughs> I'm big in Japan. I don't know the, the lyrics of that song. So I, that's the only part of it I know is that I'm big in Japan and I don't, I don't know if that song is big in Japan. Can you imagine? That'd be pretty funny if it was. I bet you it is. They like hearing their name. Uh, welcome to the podcast this week, guys. I'll be telling you about all sorts of different things. Nothing too, uh, spectacular. I, I went back to work for the first time this week in terms of the marketing stuff, and I'll tell you a little bit about that, how it went. Um, I played some games. I've been, I've been dicking around in front of the PlayStation a reasonable amount. I'm enjoying it. Uh, not that I ha- haven't been through it all of COVID, but I just, um, You know what I'm enjoying is I'm enjoying my, my PlayStation, uh, family, my, my group of people that I seem to talk and play with every single day. I just at this moment remembered something that, uh, that happened to water that I have to write down, uh, as we were playing, (laughs) I I have to talk about this because that's too funny. I'm going to just make myself a little note here. There we go. So now maybe I won't forget to talk about it. But yeah, I'll tell you guys about what happened with him. Uh, we played this new game just last night. Uh, today I'm recording Tuesday. Uh, a little pat on the back to myself. Got to celebrate the small wins. I have been getting the podcast out on time, you know, so it's ready for you guys bright and early Wednesday morning. So I'm recording this on Tuesday again to make sure I get it done. And uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's a small little victory, uh, but games, uh, PlayStation family, uh, I renewed my gym membership. I've actually hung out and, and spent time talking with some, some friends who I haven't, uh, you know, been able to spend some time with in a while. Um, yeah, what else? I'm just looking at my list here to give you guys a quick little thing. I had my, my mom and her friend over for, uh, for dinner and games, uh, spoke with my friend, uh, Vanessa, who, um, not read. Red is red. Red is red. Red is also Vanessa, but red is red. Um, no, another, another Vanessa. Um, I got so many people guys. Um, and I'm going to take a, a minute and just uh, share a little gratitude, little gratitude that I've got My um, voice, particularly deep this week. I'm not, uh, maybe I'm just doing it earlier in the day and I have more energy or my, I, I haven't uh, been screaming at the, the, the world or uh, who knows, who knows, but uh, I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. Uh, I'm going to do one more little note here. Um, do <laughs> Sorry. I'm like me, me scatting. I do that to my friends on the PlayStation. Uh, like all the time, I'll be just <laughs> trying to do something. You know, once that guy's going to do something. <inaudible> <inaudible> um, <laughs> just to kill time while I'm doing it. So I'm sorry that you guys are like, all right, enough of the squibbity bops. Uh, yeah, so why don't we just get right into it? Okay, so, um, I'll save the, uh, the, the work I did, the, excuse me, promo marketing for last. It's 3.30 in the afternoon, I got up at noon. Why am I yawning? Um, (laughs) probably because I still didn't get a lot of sleep Would have been at five o'clock in the morning. This new game, guys, this new game. All right. Um, I will say just real quick, I finished The Last of Us Part 2, everything that I wanted to do with it last week. Um, I had been playing through it a few times with some people. I've already told you guys at length, um, but I finally was able to go through it and get all the little collectibles and do all the little things to pop that platinum trophy. Anyone who doesn't play video games? Oh, you wouldn't have no idea. You wouldn't have no idea. You wouldn't have any idea. You'd have no idea. That's what two different sentences sound like um, as to what the fuck uh, that means. And don't worry about it. It's not important. All I know is that I don't need to play that game anymore for a long time and it's funny because i i finished it i got 100 and then like the next day they released an update for it that gave two new trophies but doesn't matter can't take back the platinum once they give it to me so anywho played that fun um i also have been playing the forest again just a survival game with friends we've been banging out uh it's a game that's very nice to look at uh pretty nice to look at I mean considering what games I've been playing with you know you know Last of Us and Red Dead and all these ones that are incredibly incredibly visual um I was playing uh The Forest The Forest is an independent game it's built on the Unity platform I know Red will appreciate me saying that because that's where she works um but uh and and that'll coincide with a little little email she sent me earlier today I've got um so yeah it's uh it's it's an interesting enough game but it's buggy as fuck like that's the thing with i was listening to a podcast with a, a cast member from a video game for who's like just like any video game that ever gets made is a miracle just because the amount of people jesus christ yawns i'm even sipping on a coffee here uh all the amount of people that, that work on it and things to do like the fact that it never gets made ever is a fucking miracle and uh so like no shitting on any anything that's out there. Nobody's creativity, in anybody's work, whatever. But just it's buggy as hell. Like the, the game you're playing. Like I I enjoy playing video games, but I enjoy playing uh, games where you know I I enjoy the trophies in them because they're like little little check marks, little little virtual you know accomplishments. Like when you play the game, it's just you know boom, you did this. It basically you can play a game for its story or whatever, and then when you get to the end, you're like cool, I beat the game. But then the trophies are like, well, when you're playing this game, do this thing. You know what I mean? It might be something that's particularly difficult. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, in this game, the forest, you know, you can build cabins and bases and and walls and things like that to protect yourself. But like one of the things you can do too, is decorate it by, um, you know, you put these little, little sticks on the wall that can hold like a trophy head. You're basically making like a trophy head out of the animals in the environment. So if you kill, like, let's say a deer, you can, you know, take your axe, cut its head off, and uh, and mount the head for decoration. Wow, that's great. Well, there's 11 different animals in the game um, whose heads you can mount. And those cannibals that I would mentioned in previous episodes in this game where there's cannibals running, you can actually cut their fucking heads off and mount them as well, uh, which is a little fucked up. But uh, but luckily, the trophy only is called Trophy Hunter. And the whole idea with that trophy is like, hey, cut off all the heads of the animals collect one of each head of animals. Right. And so that's something that you don't have to do to be the game, but it certainly is like, cool. You, you did that. You found one of every animal and and killed it and mounted it and whatever. Um, that's an example of like some things that, the trophies create in games and just, so it just, they just, um, they just encourage you to explore more of what the game has done and to, to do things that are just outside of them. Like, like, like that's the thing I look at, like, I look at like playing the base game and that's whatever. It's different. I, I don't need to go on it. Cause some of you guys don't give a fuck about video games at all. And that's fine. That's fine. But the, the trophies just encourage you to look at everything. Like that's the thing with collectibles. Some games where there's like little, excuse me, coins you can collect or something. The trophies are like, Hey, collect all the coins. Well, the coins are hidden in certain areas and they force you to like go down the back alleys of places when you're running through like a street or whatever, it forces you to kind of look around everything and, I I like that aspect because, again, going back to, like, the creation of games, like, like, there's some games where, like, people, you know, like, I don't know if people know this, but, like, every thing that's in a game is designed by somebody. You can't just go, okay, computer, randomly generate me, uh, you know, a a field and trees and flowers. Like, maybe there's things that are designed that, you know, can allow you to randomize certain stuff like that. But for the most part, like, somebody's got to design all that, you know? Same with, like, lighting in a video game. Like, shadows and stuff. It's, like the computer doesn't know what light is. So you could put a big bright sun in the sky, but it's not going to cast the shadows of the trees. It's not going to move the shadows as the day goes on. You know, like you have to tell the computer all that stuff. Like, so just every last little thing that you see in a game, like the design of trees and buildings and all the little pieces of artwork and, and furniture and stuff like that you see in a game and every car and every whatever break in the concrete. If you're in a war zone, just like all that stuff, it's all designed by teams of people like that's why games are taking longer and longer to design because there's way more in them and way bigger teams of people making them so again it's like the idea that any of them get made at all is like that's miraculous so every time you see that just appreciate you know in case you're just a you know a grizzled old parent who's like walks by your kid's room and sees them playing a game you're like ah this is nonsense it's like no there's something to it you know what i mean like yeah it's a time waster but so is you and your goddamn crocheting or whatever the fuck it is that you do you know, I'm not trying to judge just like that's, if that's your thing. That's your thing. But, uh, you know, having said that I'll, I'll try to stop talking about trophies and shit like that. It's just, it's a fun way to, to encourage someone to play the game more. And it gives you a purpose as opposed to like, Hey, you know, that game you already beat and finished. I yeah, just, just play it more, you know, I don't know. It's not, it's not like a book where, you know, depending on what the book is, you reread it and you get something out of it the second time. I guess that can exist with games, but predominantly God damn it. Huh. Overall, the game is still, you know, the same the story. Still the same the second time. Just, you know, find more shit. Whatever. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. It's ten minutes, and I don't need to talk about this. Um, I wanted to say this. The last conversation I had, the last podcast was with my buddy Matt, and we talked about all sorts of different things in life, and you know, the the feeling of enough and fear of failure, and also just not believing in yourself. Like a lot of stuff. And I had a lot of people's feedback saying like, Hey, that last episode was was you know I enjoyed listening to it. It's two people having an honest conversation. And that's what I've always, that's what I've always tried to bring to the, the one man podcast is if it's not going to be funny, um, try to make it interesting. And if it's not interesting, at least be honest. So there's some weeks where, you know, I've, I've had friends who've heard it and they're like, nah, you know, I listened to your podcast and you were just kind of complaining about this stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at sometimes, you know, if, if, if life's feeling particularly tough, it's, you know, the podcast is my outlet. Um, I, I appreciate those of you who listen, it's certainly not expected, you know, and if, uh, if you hear it and it's a hard episode to listen to, then, then by all means go, you know what, Josh, I'm okay to not hear what's going on with you this week. I I totally get that. And I, and I fully appreciate and respect you guys for every single minute that you spend with me, because all of our time on this earth is a currency. It's the only currency we can't, you know, get more of. And I appreciate you guys spending it with me. It is uh, an absolutely incredible and uh, appreciated um, um, gift that you guys give me to, to, to spend your time uh, listening to me, even though I'm not there. I, I know a lot of people who say, hey, it feels like I'm just sort of having a chat with you, um, which I appreciate. Um, and, and it kind of is because uh, I wouldn't let you have a chance to speak anyways, even if you were with me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I talk too much. Anyways. Um, so I want you guys to know that, but, but something that, um, I kind of had a little bit of a, I wanted to take a minute and, and give myself a positive cause cause a lot of the stuff that I talked about last week was kind of heavy was that, um, I'm always looking at my friends, uh, who have, you know, I've talked about this before. My, my friends who have, you know, they're married and they have a house and they have kids and they have a career and all these things like that. And I'm always like, man, I wish I had that, you know, I wish I had that stability and that family and all that stuff. And, uh, and one of the things that I've, I've heard some people in my life say recently, um, which just every time I say it, I'm always like, huh, um, I've had a lot of my friends tell me, you know, like, Hey, I don't, I don't have a, you know, we were, we'll hang out or something. I'm like, yeah, if you want to do this again, they're like, yeah, you know, it'd be, it'd be great. You know, we don't have a lot of people that come out or I, you know, we don't have a lot of people in my life, you know, or I don't have a lot, like, I don't have a lot of friends is something I've heard people say. And I used to think that that was like. It meant you were like, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm talking like going way back, but I used to think it meant like you were a loner or, or maybe people didn't like you or something like that. Like for someone to not have a a bunch of friends, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to say it seemed odd. It did seem odd to me, but not in a judgy, you know, condescending or, or whatever way it was just like, huh? Because I've always, I've always, um, acquired and made new friends. Like, I feel like I add new names of human beings who want to hang out and want to spend time and, or at least want to be a part of my life every single week. Like I, I couldn't possibly, possibly begin to, to name. And I'm not, this is not a a brag and there's no arrogance or ego behind this is that I've just always been fortunate that, that I've been the kind of person who can make friends easily and, and maintain friendships Um, up and down over the years, you know, there's been friendships that I've kind of like let, let go, not deliberately or anything, just, you know, not enough time. I've certainly had a a point in my life where, you know, I had tons of people asking to hang out and I would say yes to everybody, totally overbook myself and end up disappointing a ton of people. I've worked very hard on myself to make sure that if I commit to doing something, I do it. And to also set expectations with people, like sometimes people want to hang out and I'm like, I don't really have time right now and I'm sorry for that. Um, but Something that I, I thought about, you know, I'm like going like, what have I done with my close to 40 years on the planet already? You know, what do I, um, excuse me, what do I, uh, have to show for it? You know, I don't have the relationship. I don't have the career. I don't have the, the house or the kids or all the things that a lot of people around me seem to have. But one of the things that I do seem to have that, uh, that not everyone does, or at least not a lot of people, um, is an abundance of, of wonderful human beings in my life who I am very fortunate and grateful to be able to call friends. Um, I seem to have invested my time in people and relationships and, you know, networking for, for, you know, to, to quantify all the acquaintances and well-wishers and everything like that. But I, I have, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't even begin. I, I think I could spend a whole day just sitting and writing names down on a piece of paper And just, you know, like if I, if I was to get married or if I was to do something or fuck, you know, God forbid, you know, a funeral I just to think of the amount of people that I I would, you know, that would attend or something like that or, you know, I'm, uh, I'm very lucky. I'm very, very lucky to have so many amazing people in my life. And I want to start by saying, um, you know. A, the reason I'm bringing this up is like, is just to instead of feeling like I haven't done anything with my life or I'm struggling or I don't have anything to show for it, I think I've invested my time in in people, and um, I'm I'm stupid grateful for that. Uh, I'm very lucky because again, talking to the people that I know that that have all those other things, they don't seem to have time to spend with with friends and and cultivating relationships and things like that, and considering my biggest concern is, you know, um, I don't, I don't know if I talked about this. So if I, if I talk about it again and I already talked about it, I apologize. It's the thing is I have conversations with people all week long. Again, another fortunate thing that I have is like, I mean, I can't even remember what stories I've told recently where, because I'm, I've got so many people in my life that I'm talking to and connecting with and stuff. But one of the things that I was saying, um, before was like, I had this thought not long ago where I'm like, you know, I don't know if anyone kind of really knows me. You know, they know elements of me and whatnot, but like the whole idea is like, I think the way I thought of it was like, who would I trust to be the person to deliver my eulogy? Not to keep bringing up the funeral thing, but just, just overall, like I'm gone now. There's nothing left I can do to, to leave a lasting impression, right? The, what I was going what to, what I've done is, is what I've done and, and it'll, it'll have to be what it is. Um, but who would I trust to deliver that eulogy, to tell a room, a room full of all these amazing people who've come to, you know, pay, pay their respects, but to just be like, man, I I dig that guy. You know, I'm glad I was a part of his life, whatever. Who would I trust to deliver that eulogy and to tell all these people, you know, that summary, the eulogy of who I was, you know? And I'm kind of like, I don't know who I would, who I would not trust, per se cuz i trust everyone that they would do their best it's just who knew me well enough to be able to do that that's a big task right who's going to tell the world right who's going to tell everyone's plus 1 right right cuz this is the this is the last opportunity to let anyone know you know, who you were or whatever it is, who didn't know you, I guess it's not really true of like artists and shit. I'm thinking about like, you know, people can hear your music after you're dead and Oh, but just, but just let's, let's pretend you're not a musician or something like that. You know, this is, this is the last gathering where a bunch of people, where you're going to be the talk talk of the room or whatever. It's your last day. And, uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know who I would pick, you know? Um, I, I, I I my mom would do I guess a good job but I, there's times where my mom just doesn't understand me and what she thinks I'm is my goal at the time is not um my ex didn't understand me uh she did in certain aspects but um but again like we we failed ultimately because she thought I was something that I wasn't and not in a good way um but it was just, you know, like, that's not a person who knows me. Because, again, if they had known me, we wouldn't have fought 80% of the time that we did. Uh, that's not a, a blame thing. It's just, you know, when you're fighting over intentions, you know, when someone has completely misunderstood you, um, that's not the person who goes, oh, uh, no, I knew him. I we, we broke up because I knew him. Uh, it's like, no, it's, uh, I don't know. So that was the thought for me was just, you know, who, who knows me well enough? And I... I kind of, in that moment, I was like, not only do I want to be able to share who I am, or not, not only would I want to be able to have a, you know, and I'm talking about like, who knows me in the whole, like my hopes and dreams and who I tried to be every day. You know, a lot of you guys, a lot of my onesies are, are people who know me, you know, in, in real life, uh, you know, I I should say real life outside of the podcast. And I know that, uh, I know that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm joking around and shit all the time, but then when you hear the podcast, you get to hear a different side of it. So, um, I just, I, I just, you know, I want people to know, you know, what was my hopes and dreams when I got up every day, whether I failed or not, you know, who did I, who did I want to be? What, what was the message or whatever that I was trying to put out there? Just, I, I, I refer to it. Like I spoke with my friend, Izzy, who I, you know, hung out with this week and I was telling her like, It's like, you know, you got your computer and there's so much important shit from your life on your computer. And the idea that like, I can't just have it on my computer. I need to back it up. Do you know what I mean? Like it has to exist somewhere else. Cause what happens to, you know, what happens if the computer gets destroyed, it's got to exist somewhere else or otherwise all that's for nothing. Like that's what I feel about like who I am. I think that's kind of like a big part of why we look for partners and this and that is like. You need that backup. Like, I I don't feel like who I am or whatever is backed up anywhere. There's parts of it, you know? And I guess that's really, you never really have anyone who fully kind of knows. It's, I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you do have that partner who you're just like always, is. but everybody's got, you know, got little bits of private stuff and whatnot. And I guess for me, like with the podcast and all the stupidity is like, I I just, I don't want to have any private parts. I'm okay with just like, Hey, this is who I am you know, take it or leave it. No judgment. I don't expect everyone to love it, but I just, I want to back it up somewhere so that if I'm gone, you know, it's, it's there. Maybe, maybe that's what the podcast will be. Again, you want to have every little element. And I know the deeper with the dark stuff I get, people are like, man, it sucks. I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. All right, all right, I get it. I get it. Don't have to, but it's there. So that if I, you know, finish this podcast, you know, go down to the kitchen to make a coffee or something then I slip and fall down the stairs, like, well, that's that's there. his final thoughts. This was the, well, actually, if that happens right after the podcast, it's not going to get fucking put up. So <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Um, but anyways, that that was the thought that I had was this whole, like, you know, I want to, I want to back myself up, you know, that's, that's kind of what I'd like to do is rather than being this guy walking around and being a people pleaser and shit, which I've been a, a big part of my life, you know, and not really being vulnerable, enough to let myself out. I, I'd be like, fuck it. I'm going to be me. I'm going to let it out there. And at least if I'm gone tomorrow, um, I did that. But, but with that, I also wanted to say that uh, I kind of want my relationships with people going forward to be like that too. not like, Hey, tell me all your deep, dark secrets just as an opening line. But like, Hey, like tell me about you. If you're comfortable, if I can be the, you know, the, the warm climate that you need, like I want to know, I want to know people, to the level that like, if I did deliver your eulogy, like I could, I could, you know, you would trust me to do it. And I know that kind of probably sounds weird. Like, like, did he just say he wants to get to know every human being as deeply as possible? Um, like, not like, Hey, let me come to your house and talk to you for three hours and learn who you are. But, but like, yeah, like if we're going to spend time talking to each other and stuff, like be you, be the realest you, you can be, and don't be afraid of, of judgment or whatever, because you know, like I want to, I want to know who you are. You know, that's the kind of connection that I want with people going forward. I don't, uh, I don't need any more like fucking government cubicle. Oh, Hey John, how are you today? Oh, <laughs> you know, well, working hard or hardly working. I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> did you watch that thing? Like, oh, yes, you did. <laughs> Finally got my hair cut. I know you were looking so grisly there for a while. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing to that. You know what I mean? how, how, how's that interaction? You're going to let. The other side of that conversation, you know, speak you tell the world who you were, right? Your hopes and dreams, what kept you up at night, you know, what did you celebrate, what made you cry, what made you laugh. Anyways, I've spent enough time on the subject, so I wanted to start by saying I am grateful for all the people in my life. I have invested my time in relationships, and I want to say another huge thank you to you onesies because you guys are here with it every week. You guys are absolutely amazing. The onesies. Every last one of you, by the way, even if you've only listened for a second, you are still a onesie. All right. And if you know that, but it's kind of like a credit score thing, you know what I mean? Or like a bankruptcy. Like now that you're a onesie, even if you listen to one episode, you're still a onesie for at least seven years. Whether you never pick up another episode of the podcast again, you're just, you're still a onesie and I still love you. You're part of a very exclusive group, my inner circle. All right. The ones who are here with me every week. Absolutely amazing. You know, it's, it got in you like an infection. You know what I mean? That's how it kind of works as you've been infected and you're like, but Josh, I wore a mask. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The mask does nothing. That's the truth. The mask does nothing to prevent you from catching H1ZN1Z. I I feel like I have to explain why that was clever. Uh, H1N1, swine flu. H1ZN1Z. Very clever, Josh. Really? Just like that off the top of your head. Yes. That's the magic of josh williams make sure you say that at my my funeral i'm just gonna start doing every week i'll put like a funeral note in i go oh and and add this add this i can imagine them you know like the bride zillas i wonder if there's a show like that about you know like eulogies like you know the funerals some dudes like on death's door fuck it let's face it'd be a chick some chicks on death's door and she's like bring me the fucking eulogy i want to i want to give it revisions someone we're gonna say this don't say that don't say that it makes me sound fat Um, just say that I was loved by all my husband was stupider than me. Um, I don't know. I don't know the fuck I'm trying to say with that, but I can see that. I can see someone going like, I want to, I want to proofread my own eulogy and notices. I guarantee that's happened somewhere in the world. At some point, someone was on death door. Like, like I'm going to write my own eulogy and fucking read it right. Maybe like a piano instructor where the person's reading the eulogy and she just slaps them with a fucking meter stick or a yardstick for my, my friends in the States. Just fucking slaps them on the hand every time they fuck up. No, nope, rate it better. Read it better. Infection. And then this is the part, okay, get ready. You're going to start tearing up in just three, two, and tear up. Tear, no, nope, tear up, slap to the face with the fucking ruler. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So anyways, yeah. I'll, all I'm saying is, you, you ones, these are amazing. Ab-so-fucking-lutely amazing. Appreciate you being there. Um. Let's see if I can make this funny. Um, what else did I do? I got a haircut, got a haircut, finally got my beard done too. feel good about that. Rehumanized. Um, nothing fancy to say about that. Just got it done. Got my car detailed. So the car was nice and clean before I hit the road this weekend, doing those, uh, those activations. Um, what else did I do? I renewed my gym membership. It took me a few times to get in because I guess right now they're not doing like a whole lot of like, uh, partnership memberships, which is what I have and uh, i had to see the actual uh, gm but they're so busy at the the club that i go to that uh that i i wasn't able to link up with the manager he was always in a conference call whatever so finally made that work was able to get in see him get it renewed oh my god amazing um my mother and her friend manny came over uh we had uh this was after the activation we had some harvey's burgers uh some nice delicious angus burgers which i was able to you know we got the bergs Free of charge, courtesy of Harvey's. Thank you, Harvey's. Thank you, Kara Foods. Um, and then brought them home and I freaking, I reheated them in the uh, in the oven, put a little cheese on top, you know, upgraded them, boom boom um, We also, uh, what else did I do? I spoke with my friend Nell. Oh yeah, we played we played Quirkle too. Great game, Quirkle, look it up. Q-W-I-R-K-L-E, Quirkle, Quirkle. Great game. Everyone I've played it with has absolutely loved it. It's just like a simple, like, Colors Domino's game. Anyways, um, I spoke with my friend uh, Nell, my other friend Vanessa. That's the one. Uh, I, got, I got a Vanessa that I call Nell. I got a Vanessa that I call Red. Um, I got to speak with her for a little while. She uh, kind of helped. It was funny because it was just we we used to talk all the time. Uh, Nell did a podcast with me a while back, which a few people got to hear because before we yanked it. Um, but it was really, really funny. Nell's a great person, a good friend. And I I miss talking with her. I haven't chatted with her in a while. Um, so it was nice catching up. And she just gave me some words of advice. We were just chatting about different subjects, but one came up and she gave me some words of advice, made me feel really, really good. Again, very grateful to to have good people in my life. People who give a fuck, you know? Like I try to be there for friends too, but just absolutely wonderful. Um I is this even more saying I should be running errands, but, uh, one of the days that I was working with the, the Harvey's activation, uh, the team that's running it across the country, there's three people, two of them are married and, uh, their anniversary was one of the days. So I actually ended up going, uh, going and picking up some flowers and some wine and stuff like that and, uh, and delivering it to their hotel. And that was, uh, that was just the thing. Um, what else I'm looking here? I there's some things I want to talk about, but I'm, I'm getting the short ones out of the way. I, I hung out with my friend Izzy. And this was this. Okay. So I don't know how I've already said her name. So now I'm like, ah, can I tell the story? Um, I don't know. Like it was weird. I got weirded out. I definitely got weirded out. Um, I know, I think she's listened to the podcast before. Um, I also didn't ask permission to tell this story. So I don't know if this was like a private thing. You know what? I'm going to pass on this one. Going to pass on this one. Um let's put it this way. It's the most like I guess it's like the most close to intimate I've been with anybody uh since my breakup. And uh it's not a, not a sexual thing. Just uh yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I already talked to Red about it, I talked to a few other people about it, and everyone's like kinda like I I think I thought it was, you know, more odd than that. But I just I think I was putting myself in a position that I would have been very confused in. And so I Ended up kind of pulling the plug on it. Um, but everything was good. I got to hang out with my friend is. We chatted, shit, shit. Um, it was great seeing her. Always good talks with that pal. Um, what else? I got to talk with my friend Tiff. Tiff, who used to uh, write into the podcast all the time. Um, and I, I spent four hours on the phone with her yesterday. It was nice talking with her, again, catching up. And and I was able to kind of be in ear. And just, you know, listen to some, some stuff that she's going through. Like I really find it, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy being able to, to listen to people and, and, you know, (sighs) people have listened to me. I enjoy being able to listen to them. It's nice to have people out there. That's all I can say. Again, I'm, I'm trying, like I'm, I'm, these are big parts of my week. Like all this human connection, especially after my, you know, just, Hey, I'm lucky to have this many people in my life. I'm lucky to have this many people who want to talk to me for that long and, and share how they're feeling. Like, again, I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I feel like a, even if nobody listens, I have this podcast, I get to just talk out what's going on. It's basically like sitting in a support group where despite the fact that in a support group or whatever, you know, like an AA meeting or a codependency meeting or something like, despite the fact that there's people there looking at you, uh, they're not allowed to say anything. So it's almost like I'm in a support group every week with my podcast, if I'm talking about something heavy, because it's just like, I just get it out, you know? And there's like, you know, there it's like, oh, there's people listening. It's like, yeah, but there's people listening here too, kind of, right? And even even if the person was face-to-face with me, they would just, thank you for sharing afterwards, right? I've only gone to one, but that's that's what you see everywhere, especially when they do them on TV and stuff. The whole idea is that you just talk, you get it off your chest, and then everyone goes, thanks for sharing. And then you spend the rest of the meeting reading papers saying how it's like, you know, you give yourself over to a higher power. So like when you fuck up, it's your fault. But when you, when good things happen, it's because of God and you're like, great. So it's like, God's getting all my trophies. Is that what's happening? You know, I'm doing the work. If I fuck up on me, but if something good happens, you threw me a fucking bone. That's why religion, I, I, I dislike it in a lot of ways, you know, or, or, or the, uh, the, you know, another way is like, they're like, oh, bad things is the devil doing it. And, and good things is God doing it. And you're like, so I'm just a pawn, like why, why do I go to hell if all the bad things are the devil and all the good things are me? like well, it's just the influence well again, you know if I succeed, it's like oh God gave it to me like again i so if it's like all predetermined, I have no you know what let's let's not go into a fucking theological debate um so yeah, um, <laughs> grateful, back to the gratitude, grateful for all of you guys, um and the ability to just yell at my wall uh. And, uh, and get shit off my chest. Um, I also had a nice long conversation with, uh, Tracy Houston, who was the writer of the genius podcast that I listened to. They gave me early access to it last year. Uh, I'm going to plug that for you guys. Uh, just look for genius podcast. Um, it's a story of Sherlock Holmes, James Moriarty, and a new character. I believe she's a new character. Um, Sabine Moriarty, who's kind of in the middle of, of, her brother and, uh, Sherlock Holmes. So definitely check the podcast out. It's a cool little uh story. Uh I think it's about like twelve episodes long if I'm not mistaken, but give it a lesson, it's a nice little thing to throw in the background. The the acting and the the writing and the, the even the foley uh, the Foley artists or whatever. I don't I was gonna say like, you know, the sound effects, whatever, but, but I believe it's called Foley artists. The one who do the sound and whatnot. Great, uh, great podcast. I chatted with her about when a good time to do an interview would be because we've been in talks about doing one, but, um, you know, I was like, well, next time I'm in Toronto or in Montreal, I can sit down with one. And we can bring the other people in, but like all the actors and actresses are, are kind of spread out. So it's like Ottawa, Montreal, uh, Toronto, all that stuff. So, um, it's kind of like we've been trying to, I've been basically just going over the list logistics of how can I make it sound good? Because if everybody's on the phone on a conference call or something, sometimes it chops in and out when more than one person speaks or whatever. And I kind of like that whole excitement of people talking and not to say that people interrupting each other, but usually, you know, if you're talking to someone and they go, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right, right. Like there's just, just, just that contribution. Well, like a lot of the software is if one person goes right, it cuts the other person off altogether or just, hmm like any, I don't know. I don't know. It seems less authentic and, uh, and whatever. So I was worried about the quality, but I, I spoke with Chase Tracy for a while and we're going to, we're going to get that going for you guys. So I'll have an interview with, uh, the writer and the, and some of the cast members of, uh, of genius, uh, soon. But, uh, so that was cool. Um, what else gang? I made breakfast with my buddy Chad. So here's the thing. I'm going to talk about my game group uh, a little bit. I'm going to tell a story about Angie. going to tell a story about water. I'm gonna tell a story about Chad, and uh, so this is the other day, Chad, my little my little 17, soon to be 18 year old buddy in New York, uh, New York State, that is. Um, I I got like I got on the other day. He was up early and playing, and I just I woke up and I saw that that he was online through the app, and I was like, "Hey, buddy, you want to chat?" So I we did a little uh, Facebook live call, and I went downstairs to cook breakfast, and it's so funny, like. Uh, Chad was telling me that he's able to cook. He can like make a, make eggs. He said, but eggs, as some of you may not be aware, can be made many ways, right? You can make like, it's kind of like, there's kind of like only one way to make your bed. Right. But there's not just one way to make eggs. You can fry them. You can scramble them. You can poach them. I'm trying to think of those other, there's got to be other ways. You can French toast them, right? The eggs are still made, but you roll it in piece of bread first. And now it's French toast. Ooh, la, la. Um, so when he's like, I can make eggs, like everyone can scramble them, right? You can scramble a fuck it, stir them all up, throw them in the pan, and fry them. You make scrambled eggs. But in order to keep the yolk intact, that takes effort, right? Fry an egg properly. It's almost like a steak, too, where you're like, how would you like your eggs? You know, well done, sunny side up, that kind of shit over easy over medium that kind of shit all right it's different different degrees so um i was making just basically eggs and bagels but i was like i was like fucking around with them just just joking I was asking, look kind of what what can you make so he was having like a bowl of of reese's reese's he goes just reese's cereal which i believe is just peanut butter puffs right it's like it's like if you took corn pops and, and made them peanut butter flavored i think that's what reese's puffs are and uh he was like, but I really like raisin bran, really like raisin bran. I'm like, Wah. I'm not a raisins guy, like leather, leather skin with like a weird, mushy sort of inside. Nah. And that with milk on it, right? I don't know. Raisin bran. It's like, it's like the old person's I've given up cereal. What do you want? Bran and raisins. Why? Cause I long for the kiss of death. Um, so there's that, <laughs> but, uh, he's eating his puffs. I'm getting things ready and I'm, I'm like going all out. Like this is a fancy sandwich. Cause I'm sure for someone who, who <laughs> he's like, man, I really want to make eggs afterwards. So I'm frying the eggs. I, I did like everything bagels. I started joking about how like everything bagels are like, you know, for the person who believes in themselves, you know, not like any just, just the most confident person, you know, who sees everything who's goal oriented, you know, Hey, sir, what kind of bagel? Everything. I want it all. That's the kind of bagel for me. Give me the everything bagel. Um, so I'm doing everything bagels. I, uh, did cheese. Oh yes, I did. Fried the eggs, right? Nice little flip. I break the yolks when I'm doing, when I'm doing breakfast sandwiches, right? Cause with a beard, there's nothing. Well, that's another interesting thing. There's nothing worse. Lots of things are worse, but it's frustrating. When you bite into a breakfast sandwich and the egg isn't, the yolk isn't bursted because the yolk is, you know, it, it breaks and it always comes at the side and then gets into your beard and yolk is like candle wax. Okay. Like you can't just take a napkin and wipe like water and things like that crumbs. Like you can, you can brush out of your beard or whatever. But yolk is like candle wax. It gets in the hairs. You can't just wipe it off. It like basically shellacks and coats your beard hairs in yolk. So I break my yolks just to avoid that. Okay. If you've never understood guys, like you wouldn't <laughs> say you wouldn't bust an egg yolk into your pubes. <laughs> you might if you're a fucking weirdo, but, um, No judgment here. No judgment here. The one man podcast onesies. You like to yoke up your pubes. I respect your individuality, but so anyways, I'm making the, making the eggs and I make this, I've started making this. It's like, it's like a fancy secret recipe. It's not, I just, I, I enjoy, uh, obviously ketchup on a breakfast sandwich, but every now and again, like I think I've had ones that like, you know, like, uh, breakfast sandwich places that'll put like, um, mayonnaise on it too. And I've started to enjoy that the ketchup mayonnaise combo, and I was like, okay, so now that I'm doing it at home, I'll take like a little ramekin dish, and I'll put like a scoop of mayo, you know, and then squirt a bunch of ketchup in it, salt and pepper, and I'll mix it up, right? And then just that's what I that's what I put on my uh, my burgers. But it's funny because I've I've now, um, gone to the point where I like I'll brush it on because I know that if I put like a bunch of it on the top of the sandwich, if I bite into it again, it squirts everywhere. But if I take a little barbecue brush because I got a bunch of these little silicone ones, right? dip it in the dish. And I and I put it on top on the top and bottom of the uh bagel. So just like a thin layer, right? Brush a little on top of the egg. When I bite into it, still got lots of the sauce, but it doesn't squirt all over the place. And I'm and the funny thing is, like the first uh, I've only done it a few times like that. But I'm like doing with Chad and I'm trying to make it like it's this fancy cooking show. So I'm like mixing up the ketchup mustard, oh, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. And then we brush the magic onto the bagels. Oh yes, a nice lip-based glaze. Uh, And it was just, it was just so funny. So fucking around cooking with him. And he's like, fuck this, man. I want a fucking sandwich. I want to make eggs. And he's like looking around his kitchen. He's like, oh, I want to make eggs, but my grandma's not here. And I don't want to get mad at me for making the eggs. So he's like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make something. He's like, I'll get close. Like can and it said? He ended up making like a ham sandwich, <laughs> ham, ham and cheese sandwich. Um, maybe just funny to me. It was just, it was the whole idea. Like I'm going to make what you're making. And it's like, I think the cheese is the same. We both had cheese on our sandwich. Every other ingredient completely different. Um, But it was just funny kind of making breakfast and turning like, like the shit that I make all the time, which is like breakfast sandwiches in the morning just trying to make it like it was a cooking show and and and, and class it up um i don't know I, I it was funny to me might not be funny to you um another one of my friends um water uh and i hope you don't mind me saying your name dylan uh dylan's uh gamer tag or whatever is is water pipe man and uh we just always call him water but uh his name's dylan dylan uh is uh great dude his uh his lovely lady is uh is one of the frontline workers uh nurse working uh, all across america so they move all the time she's uh, she's procured in different states to work different places uh throughout covid and uh the most recent state that they just just this month moved to is new mexico and so they're at their new place and we're all playing uh, i don't know what the fuck game we were playing the other night you know the big group uh you know the boys were there chad and i think rich and chance and uh, we're, we're playing, and all of a sudden, Dylan's dog starts barking, and he's like, shut up <laughs> to the dog, right? Like we all do when the dog starts barking ridiculously out of nowhere. He goes, shut up, stop barking. But the dog wouldn't let up. And uh, and so he killed it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, he's like, okay, guys, one sec. I got to find out what my fucking dog's barking at. And then he comes back on the mic, you know, very shortly afterwards. He's like, I think there's a bunch of meth in my front yard or whatever. <laughs> if we're like, okay. So... We're all just doing our thing and I'm, I'm periodically getting Facebook messages from Dylan, uh, with like little videos and pictures. So someone's car was like, I guess there was like a little, it's hard to describe because I didn't even understand what I was looking at at first. I thought I was looking at, uh, like a, like a curb or, you know, like in a parking lot, they've got those concrete just blocks that kind of stop you from driving. You know, outside of the parking lot or whatever, just like a concrete slab. Well, it looked like that kind of thing, but I guess it was around the front of his yard because in New Mexico, it's like, you know, kind of like shrub yards, stones and shrubs coming out of the the area, as opposed to like lawns. And so, uh, sends me the picture and it's a car that looks like it's jumped one of those things and just sitting in a, a rock bed or whatever. And, and then he sends me a video and he's coming out and it's like these girls, these two girls sitting over the thing and he's like, Hey, are you guys? Okay. And they're like, someone jumped us. We got jumped. And they're like crying. It's like, my first thought was like, how do you, how do you, how do you get jumped when you're in your car? Do you know what I mean? Like usually walking down the street, you get jumped. Some people, someone "Someone jumped us. We got jumped. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And, And how did you getting jumped end up with you, you know, hopping a well, like, again, it looks like they hopped the a curb only. It's like the barrier at the front of the yard. They hopped that into the, into their yard. And so, you know, in the same video, Dylan's like, you got jumped. Oh my God. And the girls are like crying and stuff. And then he just walks over like, you know, five, well, like 10 feet away from, from where the car is and it's at night. So it's dark, but he's got his light on his, on his phone and he just walks like directly, not like kind of looking around for walks directly past the car and then leads, leads down and picks up like, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, I believe they call it a fifth. No, it's not a fifth, a two six. So I don't know what you guys call it. Two twenty six. 26, nine, 750 milliliters, a bottle of, of uh fireball whiskey. So he's like, well, oh, well, they're definitely drunk. Like it was just a funny video to watch. So it was like, okay, so what's going on here? And then someone else, some woman drives by. She's like, are you, my God, are you guys, are you guys okay? They're like, do we look okay? Oh my God. And they're like, and they're like stumbling around. One of them is just stumbling around the outside of the car. And he goes, I don't know if these girls are okay. They said someone that jumped them. It's like, they got jumped. They jumped the fucking curb. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. The, the, the car got jumped anyways. So it was just funny. Cause we're like, we're just playing the games and I'm getting these little, these little periodic things going on, but yeah. So apparently these two chicks were driving drunk, uh, and then, Jumped the curb into my buddy's front lawn, front yard, uh, through the bottle. Cause I was like, how oh, did you see the bottle?" He's like, he's like, I saw them throw it like, oh, okay. And there's like police ambulance drivers, fire trucks, like all these things showed up. He showed me all the videos of that in a tow truck, like dragging the car out of the front yard. It was just really funny. It was just really funny. And he's a big pothead. So He's like, oh, he's like, and they've got these like girls like sitting on his front steps. It was just, apparently one of them like walked into his house and his dogs immediately became protective of the house. So they're like, oh yeah, like they weren't like invited in. They just like wandered around, and tried to go in the fucking uh, maniacs, maniacs. Um, but that's the thing my buddy did. And he's so, Dylan's always so fucking calm about stuff. He's like, well, that's crazy. Like he, you guys got jumped. Wow. That's weird. Uh, like I don't know, it's funny. Um, so that was the thing that happened. We were kind of like, so what happened? You know, like I'm getting these little pieces of the thing going, like, okay, what is this? And then it came back. We were able to ask all the questions. It was really funny, but that was the thing. So apparently, in New Mexico, you can just be sitting playing a video game, and a couple of drunk Latinas will get jumped. Uh, in their car. Um, no, the, apparently, just two drunk people will come up, and and oh my god, the pride of the American education system is that somebody on their feet thinking quickly, Oh shit. We need to come up with a story. We got jumped. Really? Really? Martina, that's what you're going to go with. We got jumped. We were in a car. How the fuck did we get jumped? And we were in the car.
1: I don't know. Do I look okay? I'm drunk. We got jumped. Okay.
0: Stick to the story. Anyways. Um, I'm not making fun of women or Latinas. I'm making fun of these two Latina women. They were girls, but, uh, I thought it was just fucking stupid. Like to me, I'm like, that's, that's what you came up with guys right in. What would you have come up with in that moment? You're drunk. You're in a car. You're drinking fireball whiskey. You're already making bad decisions. Okay. couple of bad decisions. You you hop, you hop the curb, land into the fucking front yard of someone else. They come and go, Oh my God. Are you Okay what's your lie can't tell the truth all right in this scenario can't contact that one podcast dot com send your emails tell me what you would have come up with what do you think would have been a believable story also uh dylan i gotta ask your permission because i know you listen uh can i post that video that you sent me can i save it and just post that on the social media of the one man podcast because i think it would be funny for other people to see that but i won't do it until you tell me if it's okay or not so uh and onesies you can write in and encourage dylan to say yes uh, contact them on my So also my friend, Angie, Angie, who sat with me through the last of us, Angie, a member of our group, Angie, who lives in Texas, um, she, uh, was playing the forest with us. Angie is, uh, Angie does not like scary games. Red, my friend who plays lots of video games also does not like scary games, but Angie finally downloaded the forest and. And started playing with us. And when she first played with us, she'd play only on peaceful mode, which meant no cannibals, no enemies, right? Nice, safe world. She started to learn it. And then we, then we finally twisted her arm and got her into a scary, you know, world where um, the, the, the crazy cannibal monkeys uh, are running around and, and at risk. And she did well, she was, she was nervous at first, but then, then, you know, before we knew it, she was getting up kind of in the towers of the base and shooting them from, you know, very safe distance out, you know, inside the base in a, in a watchtower to the point where then she would get down on the ground and actually help us start fighting them. So very, very cool and brave stuff. Like when I'm being a pussy about something, I stay a pussy. I commit to my pussydom to my panochas, Um, and I, uh, I remember, I just thought that was so fun. Cool. And then last night um, we, I got it. Yeah. Like I was super impressed by the whole, like face the fear. Cause that game is freaky. I play scary games, but it's a fucking freaky game when you're in the woods at night and, and this game does not, the forest I'm talking about does not allow you to see very far, you know, ahead. Even if you got like your little lighter out, you can't see much in the dark. So you could be running. You would only see like two feet in front of you. And then all of a sudden, boom, you run right into a giant mutant or something like that that will kick the shit out of you, you know, and feast on your remains. Um, it's scary. It's definitely scary. And uh and Angie came forward, like she she moved forward very, very quickly with it. She did great. She faced her fear and and whatnot. And and there is a difference to watching a scary movie and then being the one responsible for moving the person into the scary areas and stuff like that. So Again, big hats off, big fucking hats off to NG NG. Um, but last night we we all uh, at the, rec- the recommendation of Red Vanessa Red um, Red said to download this month's free game called Fall Guys. Also built off of her company Unity's engine. Uh, she does not own the company. She is partial owner though. She does own stocks. She made it clear after I do own stocks. I am a shareholder. Um, that's exactly what you sound like, Red. Um, red uh said you guys just gotta check out this game fall guys and so we downloaded it um, as an opportunity to play with red which we did too red played with us last night and uh it's a weird game you're kind of these goofy little you know uh like think about like jelly beans with arms and legs that's basically the best way And they all have different costumes and colors and stuff just to make it individual but it's like the best way i can describe this game it's very cartoony And it plays like one of those Japanese game shows where people are falling down and falling off the edge of things and falling into water and jump across. it plays like, like an American Ninja warrior, right? Like the, the American gladiators, like all those big goofy, you know, things. But the thing is the game is multiplayer and it's kind of like battle Royale. So like, you know, you, you start and now it's you versus 59 other people, and you're all just running for, uh, for the, the, the finish line. You know, it's, a, it's also, if anyone knows the game Mario Party, it kind of plays like that. It's a series of mini games. So the idea is, like, you start, and there's, like, 60, plays up to 60 people, but you're usually somewhere between 50 and 60 players. And then you, you know, the first thing will usually be a race, and it's just, like, everybody goes running. All right, run. You run, 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 run. And then, like, the first 45, I think, people or first, ah, is it 30 something? Anyways, let's say the first 40 people qualify. So you have up to 60 people, the first 40 people across the finish line qualify and then move on to the next round. And then, you know, the next one could be another race, you know, and it whittles it down. I think it's usually about like five events and it whittles it down And the winner of the fifth event is like, you know, first place, whatever is, is the winner of the whole thing. But there's all sorts of different games where some of them you have to like balance on a tube, right? So everyone's running around trying to balance and it's like, you know, like very, very, you know, American Ninja Warrior, American Gladiator, uh, all those different ones where it's like, you know, big rubber things. There's a show on Netflix called like The Floor is Lava, like all that shit where you're jumping, you're trying to balance, you know, there's things that'll come along and sweep you off. What was that one that they had on Wipeout? I think, I think it was called like Wipeout Pure or Wipeout or whatever it was. Uh, no, Wipeout Pure is a game. Like I think it was called Wipeout or whatever on like spike where it'd be all these people and be like the, the Asian commentators and stuff like that. Where people, you know, like you'll be on a platform, but there's like a big pole that's, you know, spinning around that basically would sweep your legs up from underneath and you got to jump over it and try to get to the next thing. And then rolling platforms, you got to run across and then hopping on platforms. Like that's, that's kind of the, the whole idea of the game. But there's also little mini games in it as well, where like one of the events could be like, everyone's running around with a foxtail or not everyone. Sorry. Some people are running around with a foxtail and You, you know, when the timer runs out, you need to be one of the people who has this foxtail. So you got to run around and like, you know, grab them off other players. As soon as you grab it, it's on you now and you got to run away. So it's kind of like a, like a tag sort of situation. I think they call it tail tag. So some of them, it's like, you know, you're on a team. So, you know, four teams and, and whoever's team has the least amount of tails at the end of it is eliminated so not the team with the most but it's the team with the least is eliminated rather than the team with the most winning and then all those people go on to another event then there's ones where you're playing like soccer so it'll put you on one of two teams there's these giant inflatable soccer balls and you're jumping and diving into the balls to knock it forward so again whenever team scores more than the other wins uh they've got all sorts of different little events and and jumps and jumping through rings and platforms that you know disappear it's, just, it's all sorts of little mini games. We started playing that last night suggested by Red and I fuck I haven't even talked about the Harvey's thing yet and I'm at almost an hour in. Holy shit, I got to I thought this was going to be a 30 minute podcast. Um oh, sorry, I got to stretch. I fucked up my arm. I think just sleeping on it poorly or something. Oh um beep, back on track that's my music um so yeah anyways the, the, all these different games uh we were playing with red last night and uh the the game is so fucking frustrating because the, the the events are are fun and they're tough but the thing that fucks you up the most in this game is the other people i, I kept saying that quote hell is other people and Holy shit. Like when you're running these events and there's like 60 people all running and trying to cross these platforms and stuff with you, when you jump, other people bump into you and knock you off course. So like you could be doing absolutely fine. And then someone will run and not to mention like the, the things that like SWAT, you SWAT players away and trip players and fling them and whatnot. Like you can be doing absolutely fine. You're all by yourself kind of in an area where like, okay, I'm able to keep moving by myself. And then some other assholes carcass gets flung at you right? Like some guy who fucked up, you know, over the way, couldn't jump over a pole, whatever gets, gets swept off and flung at you, not at you, just flung away. And as you're jumping, their body collides with you, knocks you off course and fucks you up. So it's a very easy game to get aggravated and frustrated with. And I did. In fact, I did chance. Did Chad did Richard did. And, uh, red did not. Cause I guess she's well put together as a human being, but, uh, I think, she, I don't know if she's actually played it before. Maybe she played it before, and so she got that up. But it's like, it only lasts your first, like, five or six uh, hundred games. And No, it only lasts your first few games until you get an idea of kind of what it's like and, and what you're in for, because it's not like playing Super Mario. Imagine playing Super Mario where there's 60 other players on the screen, and every time you jump, somebody jumps into you and bumps you and knocks you back or whatever. So, like, it's a clusterfuck. It's a goddamn gong show. And that's the thing. It plays like it's a Japanese game show. Like, it's a fucking gong show of a game. But... I played it a few times and started getting better at it. Well, Angie tends to get on later in the evening. So we'll all be playing for a while earlier in the evening. And then, and then later in the evening, Angie tends to jump on. Well, Angie is an absolute sweetheart when she's playing the forest. She's like, Hey guys, thanks for playing with me. Sorry if I was a burden. Sorry. I'm so scared. I just don't know, you know how to do things, whatever. But I appreciate it. Like, she's very, very kind, very, very sweet. She's a wonderful human being, very encouraging of everybody else too. If somebody else is trying to do something and they get it, she's all, Oh, good job. Like amazing. Sweetest person." Um. She played this game Fall Guys, the fucking gong show, Japanese game show, and she <laughs> turned into, which, which is normal, because this game made the worst the, the worst out of me, too. She got so fucking mad, she's like, because it, it's elimination, right? So, like, if you're playing in a party, she's playing with me and Chance, if she's playing in a party, or sorry, if you're playing in a party, you have the option of, like, spectating the next round. So, if you get eliminated... You can just like watch your friends and, and again, Angie, the most encouraging, sweet person, like, I'm like, oh, Angie, do you want to watch us? she's like, no, fuck you. I hope you lose. <laughs> like, Chant, like, it was so funny. Chance and I were dying laughing because she turned into, she was so mean. I know she didn't mean it. It's not like she was even being like mean. And we're like, okay, listen, I know that she doesn't mean. It. No, it's like, we we knew she was fucking around, but it was just so funny because like i'll fuck around with the guys like that and she's like oh my god josh you're so mean this game made her so mad it was so frustrating no, no fuck you guys i'm not even watching i'm gonna sit here at the menu and i'll wait for you i don't even care i'm not watching i'm like but why don't you watch the the courses and then you'll see i did she's like no fuck you i don't care fuck you i hope you lose it was so and more and more but we were using words that i don't want to just throw around all willy-nilly on the podcast uh like just the you know the c word the one that polarizes ladies and stuff we just we were we were using all sorts of different words like that. Oh, my God. It was so... Oh, fuck. It was funny. We were laughing so fucking hard. I loved it. I had such a fucking time. I, ha- I had to... Like, I literally wrote screaming at internet. Angie is crazy here in my notes. Uh, but that was so funny to see her go from sweet to sour so fucking fast. Uh, I can't wait to play with her again. Uh, I even posted... like Like, it's hard because you're playing against 60 people. So... Like to come in first place is fucking hard, especially with like what what the parts of the game I really don't like. Like they're fun, but I hate that I get eliminated be- as a result. Is the ones where you're put on a team where it's like soccer or something because like I can or the ones with the tail tag. Like whoever's team is like, like I'll get a tail and I'll run around the whole map and I'll and I'll have the tail at the end. Like I did my part for my team, yet my team sucks and I lose. You know, so I don't. I like. I kind of like being. I don't mind working in a team like a game. If you're playing soccer, you have time to come back, you can adjust whatever. But I'd rather play with people I know and stuff like that because then we can talk to each other and adjust. Instead, some of these games like you're just you're just randomly thrown in a group of these people that you don't know. You're not talk, like, you can't talk, you're not mic'd. Even if you're mic'd, like there's no communication between each other, so you can't be like, hey, you go on defense and block them from scoring on our net, or hey guys, like I have I have players like when I'm running around with the tail, and if I have a teammate who doesn't have a tail, they'll come up and they'll rip my tail off me. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyways, the ones where you're not responsible, like you're, you're playing with other people. Those ones bother me because I'm like, I can't, I can't do this on my own. But like I was saying like, to come in first place is very difficult because you're playing against 60 other people, uh, 59 other people. You're one of the 60 anyways. Um, I, oh, excuse me. Chance was playing with me late that's why i'm so fucking tired i probably went to sleep at like 5 30 in the morning anyways um <laughs> uh right when chance like i think i'm gonna go to sleep i'm like watch you're gonna leave and the very next one i'm gonna win my first first place whatever and sure enough it absolutely happened uh and i just posted it in the in the playstation group So chance like oh fucking lucky bastard whatever did angie who had left a little you know maybe 40 minutes prior and you just messaged, I got a fucking, I, I'm going to read it. I would, I want to misquote her on this one just to see her, how happy a person she was. <laughs> uh, where did she said? Yeah. <laughs> all capitals. What was it here? Yeah. Lucky son of a bitch chance said, and I, uh, he said, I should, I should have stayed. It could have been me is what chance said. Now do that five times in a row for a trophy. Cause that's the thing too, to win the, win it all five times in a row is a trophy. So like, that's hard. The amount of people you can get stuck on a shitty team, like to be able to, to win five games, which means five episodes, five rounds to win an episode and then to win five episodes in a row. That's insane. I don't know who could possibly fucking get that, but I posted and then Angie just writes, fuck that game. All capitals, like 40 minutes after she logged off an hour after she logged off. Looking at her, So fucking funny. And then chance wrote. This is this is where we see Angie's new side shit had me and Josh dying. So fucking funny. So fucking funny. Um so yeah. There you have it. My my dicking dicking aroundings. Uh on that. I um last thing I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. The Harvey's RV. So uh, Harvey's, a food company here in Canada, sorry, a, a, a fast food joint. It's like a McDonald's kind of thing. McDonald's, Wendy's, Harvey's, or pfft, yeah, Harvey's is like a Harvey's. Good job, Josh. Um, Burger King. There's the other one. I was trying to do rule of three, right? McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. It's like that burgers and fries, onion rings, that kind of shit. Um, they, uh, had a marketing initiative of, you know, giving away 50,000 free. Thank you burgers. The initiative was to, you know, give back to frontline workers, uh, people who worked all throughout COVID, but Harvey's is not, you know, restricting anyone. It's like, if you see the footprint, you want to come up for a burger, come on up. Thank you very much to, all, you know, everybody. Um, They're also delivering uh, free coupons for burgers to like hospitals and fire stations and things like that too. To, so the frontline workers are being taken care of in that regard if they weren't able to make it. But just tons of, tons of free burgers, free, free, great things to, to the people who are working hard throughout COVID. That's the initiative. It's an RV that's going all the way across Canada. It's in a different city every day. And I got to take part in three different activations here in the Ottawa area. So they did one in Gatineau, which is across the river on the Quebec side. They did one in uh, Ottawa and the Orleans area. And then the opposite side of the whole kind of greater Ottawa area, Canada, they did there. Uh, supposed to do one in Kingston, but the city of Kingston would not allow it. So just so you know, um. Uh, I don't hate Kingston, but Kingston, Kingston is kind of a fucking weird town. I, it's a mix of like students and then like military and then like old people. And then, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, I like the city. It's just a weird fucking city. Um, and it's like all segregated in different sections in terms of like just pockets of like here's students and then here's this, here's that. Uh, so anyways, um, they decided they don't want it there. So if you're a frontline worker in Kingston, just know the city. I guess everyone's worried about like the COVID stuff, but I'll talk about that. So the idea is going going city to city. I was supposed to do Kingston. Kingston got canceled. And then we were going to do uh, Belleville afterwards, except Belleville was so close to Toronto. It was the only day that they could afford to get the, uh, the vehicle service. So the, the vehicle needs a little bit of servicing. They had to sacrifice that one in order to get the, the vehicle back up and running. They're going to try to add it back on at the end of the tour. But later this month, I will be uh, working it again. I'm going to go stay with my pals, uh, red and John again. Uh, hopefully have some more dragon come. I don't care what we put it on. Just as long as I get dragon come Red, If you hear this, tell John not even fucking around. Tell me what I need to pick up. I need dragon come on my food. Um, dragon come. If you're new to the podcast is Bernays sauce. Um, I actually call the Brown, like oyster hoisin sauce, whatever the fuck it is that they have at Chinese restaurants. I called that dragon come. Uh, but I was just using that line. And then now it's, now it's stuck for Bernays sauce as well. But, um, and I use dragon come because I'm culturally aware that Asian people have a lot of dragons in their culture. So considering this Brown sticky sauce that I never saw anywhere other than Chinese restaurants, I was like, what is that dragon come? Oh man, I'm so cute and funny and clever. Um, yeah. So the end of the month, London, uh, Sarnia, Kitchener and then another spot that I keep forgetting the name of, but I'll be doing them again in those cities. So if you're in those areas listening, know that there's some free burgers coming your way. Um But yeah, so what we would do is we'd show up, there was like a trailer and then like a cooking, you know, like in an RV and the trailer was where the burgers were cooked. We would, we would uh, work with cat Ryan and Mahad and we would basically, my, my buddy Jad, of course, and then another fellow as well, uh, Matt And we basically would like, we were, we were building like seven or eight different lineups, you know, and then putting like, like, and we were doing these in like parking lots, like, like grocery stores and stuff like that. So the idea is like RV pull up. Oh, uh, just a little thing. If you want to see what it looked like, I finally did rather than like, Hey, I'll post a picture on social media and I forget. I don't even know if anyone's following guys, one man podcast on Instagram, go there. I posted the picture of what this setup looks like. They also had a tent because there was live, there was a live musician there as well. He was actually the, uh, a member of both April Wine and he was Burton Cummings replacement in the Guess Who. So dude was very, very talented. Uh, So the whole time he was playing music. It was great. And, uh, so we would set this thing up putting all the tape on the ground uh, with stanchions and things like that, like different lines so people can just come. You'd pick whether or not you wanted to have the Harvey's Angus Burger or the Light Life Burger. The Light Life Burger was like a plant-based burger, so I'm sure they don't like me. Well, fuck, they're not paying me for this promo, so fuck you. Uh, that's aggressive. Um, <laughs> Light Life Burger is like their version of like, I guess, the Beyond Meat Burger. Um, you know, Beyond Meat is, is sold at a bunch of different places already, and the company, the parent company that owns... Harvey's Kara foods. Um, they own Harvey's Montana's milestones, Swiss chalet, uh, Kelsey's. And I think there's another one that they own as well. They, they have all these different things. So like, why wouldn't they want to have their own plant-based burger, right? You're not going to go buy from someone else when you're a food company. Anyways, um, they, uh, they'd offer you Angus or light life. And the thing was in our, in our trailer, we had like, okay, so I'm going to tell you this from the experience of the customer. You would walk into the line, stand on your line. Uh, when the person in front of you gone, we move forward until you're at the front of the line. Then we would say, would you like a light life or Angus burger? You tell us what we want. They order it, you know, we order it through the window. And then when it's ready, you just get handed a bag. All right. You're like, great. And you, do you want a Pepsi or diet Pepsi? That's, that was your options. You know, it's like, okay, I'll take a Pepsi, whatever. So what happens from, you know, like, so you're like, well, how does this work from like, you know, social distancing, the COVID and all that stuff? Well, glad you asked. So we set up everything outside. So it's social distancing, hand sanitizer, everything like that, stand in line. And what happens is uh, inside, all right, earlier before, we're all wearing masks and gloves and things like that. What happens is, uh, you know, we take two hours to set up, one hour setting everything up up outside. And then the other thing is we start stuffing Harvey's bags. So we take the Harvey's bags, we put in napkins, we put in cutlery, we put in a ketchup and, and mustard package. All right. And then we get all the bags ready all right, into into boxes and everything like that, these pre-stuffed bags, those go into the cooking trailer. And in the morning, the team picks up all of these little containers uh, from the local Harvey's of uh, the salad that you get on top. So it gives you your, your tomato, your pickle, lettuce, onions, and I think some like hot peppers or banana peppers, whatever they're called. I don't eat them, so I don't know what they're called, but peppers, okay, and then that's in a little plastic container, and then that goes into the bag. And then as we cook the burgers, burgers go into uh, like a little little cardboard box, and then they go, you know. So so it's basically the bag's already stuffed with the cutlery, you know, in your your napkins and condiments. Then the burger toppings go in, you know, to the bag itself. Uh, on top of that, in the little container, and then the burger in a separate container goes in on top. We put it in the window. The other person grabs a little bag of chips. Cause we weren't doing fries, uh, bringing a deep fryer across the country in a trailers is, is a nightmare logistically and, and sanitary wise, I guess, I think just a nightmare to drain and fill constantly. But, uh, excuse me. So, um, yeah. Bag stuffed, uh, salad, burger, bag of chips. And then, you know, whatever. And that's what you get. And you go eat it in your car or whatever the fuck, the fuck you want. Here, thank it, they, They're welcome. Thank you. Uh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> you know, so we didn't put up like picnic areas or anything like that. But uh, so that was the idea. So again, was like, well, how do you get a burger and all that stuff? Like in a safe way, all of us wearing face shields and face masks and everything like that in the trailer. Um, so it was a cool, a cool initiative. It's, it's uh, out there. It's going to be in the, the GTA area very soon. And they're, they're going to be going out to Alberta and all that other stuff. Um, so they're going across the country going to be cool. Um, I had fun for the three days. It was cool. Like we did set up tear down every day. Um, it was fun. They hooked me up with, um, some, some coupons and, uh, you know, if we had leftovers that were cooked at the end of the day, we're able to bring home some burgers to the, you know, friends and family or whatever. It wasn't many, but I'm just saying like, you know, I was able to drop off my, my mom and dad, some, you know, burgers. I was able to drop off, uh, another friend, some, some leftover burgers So just, you know. It was cool. It was fun. I had a good time. Thank you, Harvey's look forward to doing it at the end of the month. Um, and I'll leave it at that. How about that? Okay. It was a, it was a fun activation. It was cool to be back. It was the first time I was working seven hours on my feet day after day. So it was certainly a wake up call in terms of like, Hey man, you were, you know, I wasn't in great shape before COVID. Right. But I was still, you know, doing activations on my feet and stuff. Now it was like, Oh fuck. I am, I am not, uh, in good shape to do that. <laughs> but It was, uh, it was fun. It was, uh, it was fun. I look forward to doing it. And so I got an email from my pal red. Oh yeah. And coming up this week, nothing. Ha ha. How about that? I had to relax a little bit and get ready for some, some words coming back The Nespresso stuff. I spoke with my buddy, uh, Mo, who's working with me again, and we've got that work coming up again. So lots of work on the calendar coming up. I'll be okay for the next little while. Very excited. Um, yeah, life's good, man. Right. Life is good. Every day is a thing onesies are amazing human beings in my life. I'm so happy. I'm a very lucky man. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I bitch from time to time. Uh, I got an email from red. Red has sent me an email saying, Hey there, Josh. Uh, I wanted to send you an email because a couple episodes ago, you talked about your friend who wanted to embarrass his son on his, uh, f- on his last first day of school. um, My suggestion is he dress up like a ballerina, tutu and all, and kind of just follow him down the road doing spins and leaps and walking on his tiptoes. He could even play some uh, Tchaikovsky in the background. LOL, she put. I was going to omit that, but nope, you write it, I read it. I also wanted to let everyone know, sorry, everyone in on some information that might be quite interesting to some of your listeners. Unity Technologies, which is a company that builds tools to help people create and release video games and virtual experiences, offering their Learn premium services for free for the foreseeable future. So if you ever wanted to develop a game of your own, or even expose your kids to this, please go look it up. Just Google unity, learn premium. There you go. So again, unity, learn premium. There's also a great course for kids and parents to learn together. You can always email Josh and I can pass on the information. Uh, I think I meant to comment on a lot more, but now I can't remember looking forward to seeing you again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you too. And then I think, uh, I, I see your new logo here. You got your fucking email signature with your unity thing on there. software engineer. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you too. And that's a cool thing, guys. If you do want to learn like, like the, yeah. So unity learn premium is there. I also wanted to say this because, um, uh, water slash Dylan was telling me he had made some suggestions on some coffees for Mark. So Mark, who was the one who was looking to surprise his kid uh, on his first last day of school is also one who's never had coffee. And Dylan was like, Hey man, let me make some suggestions for you, uh, for some coffee, whatever. Um, and he, and he did, I remember, I think Dutch brothers was one and then I can't remember the other one. I think it's on a picture, but, but I wanted to, to say to you guys again, so just to, just a little, I guess a reminder and, and I guess maybe, maybe a mild plea on my part is a lot of you guys will, will like, I, I love getting messages like, Hey man, love the podcast this week. It was fun and blah. And just chat, just chatting with me is fine. But sometimes people are like, Hey, I had an idea for that thing you were saying, um, my, my memory is garbage and, or sorry, I, my memory is not, well, is not good. All right. I'm going to shit on myself. My memory is not particularly good. And I, I do appreciate the things that you guys send me when when, you, when you'll send me a message on Facebook, whatever, and tell me a story or something like that. I don't know if it's for my, my ears only or whatever, but sometimes people will be like, Hey, that thing that you wanted to, you know, whatever, here's a list of some things, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I emphasize if you guys could send me that kind of stuff to the, to the email address, contact at one man it makes my life so much easier. And the reason being is that like, I like sharing, if you guys take the time to like comment or share some information on that with me, I want to be able to share it with my audience. The problem with like getting a message on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or text is that it's all over the place. And it's, and it's just in that one spot, like between the two of us. So for me before a podcast to go like, Hey, where was that thing? Like who, who was it that messaged me that little piece of information and was it on Facebook or was it on Instagram? Like the amount of work I'd have to do to comb through all my messages in a week and see who sent me something. Um, I'm, I'm not ungrateful for it. I'm just saying like, I'd love to share it with everybody else. And if you could send me those kind of things to the email address, cause the email, address I can look at one spot. I look right for the email address. That email address is purely for podcast stuff. So I can just click on that. And any emails I got that week regarding it are right there. And then I can just read them on the air, share that information with people. Like I love sharing what you guys give me with the other listeners. And I, guess I love, I love creating that conversation and that engagement. So like I said, it's a, it's a request slash plea is just, if for any reason you guys are, are sharing something with it, super grateful for it. Just, uh, the, the contact at one man podcast.com email address is the best thing because then I don't have to try to find, you know, like most of the time I can remember kind of who it was telling me about it. But like I said, I'd have to, you know, sometimes we chat a lot, you know, and so I'd have to like scroll through our conversation to find it. And I have to remember, like, did you text me that, or did you send it to me on Facebook or were we chatting on Instagram? Like it can get a little like muddied. It's harder to find those things. So just anything that's podcast related, if you guys would be kind enough to send me the email, super appreciate it. Super appreciate it. Uh, thank you red for your email this week. And anyone who's looking to, you know, learn that, that, that whole, like for, for, you know, children and parents to learn unity together, seems pretty fucking cool. So great week, wonderful human beings in my life. You guys are all amazing. Love you. Can't wait for next week's episode to chat even more about nothing or something. Who knows? Uh, why don't you guys, you know, it'd be f- uh, fun. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm I'm going to, I'm going to hope that I would, would be able to get an email from you guys. Uh, who would you pick in your life? Can you guys send me an email? Who would you pick in your life to deliver your eulogy? Or if you don't want to put it in like morose terms, like just who do you think in your life knows you like the absolute best? You know, like just that person that, 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 you know, like I know with spouses and stuff, they're supposed to be your best friends. And, you know, you'd think like, oh, my partner knows me the absolute best. And they do spend the most time with you. But like, you also have like coworkers that spend a shitload of time with you and they don't necessarily know you. So I'm I'm just saying that like, I could even see someone trying to like write that email and their partner be like, well, why wouldn't you pick me? I, I know with most people that, you know, your knee jerk is my partner, but think about you, think about like your hopes and dreams and think about like the ups and downs. Like some of you have been married for like three years, but you have a friend that you've known for 35 years. I just the sake of this is not like you to depend like, ah, oh, fuck. I, again, I doubt I'll even get an email about it, but, but it's something that's, that's really interesting to me because I, I wonder, am I the only person who feels like I'm not really known or do lots of people feel that way? But for the sake of this, I'd really be interested to hear from you guys. Who is it in your life that you feel knows you, you know what I mean? Like, You know, they know what you're going to do before you even tell them that you're going to do it, right? A situation comes up and they know right away. Like they had, they used to have those funny game shows. Like, you know, what would she say is your worst quality? And sometimes it's really cute to see, even though it's just funny, goofy, you know, uh, inane stuff, it's, it's still like cool to know that that person knows you in that regard. But I'd just be interested to hear from you guys. Like I said, if you're just going to write me the thing and go like, my wife's my best friend, she might be. You know what I mean? So I'm saying you maybe your wife or your husband really does know you better than anybody else. But I just, please, just before you write it, rather than writing something that might be pandering to somebody else, the, the, the nature of the exercise is for me to kind of see who people connect with and things like that. That'd be really, that'd be really cool. If you're bored and you have, you know, a little bit of time to write me an email about something like that, you know, you don't have to write down all the shit about you, but I just like to know who you, who that is and maybe why That that would mean a lot to me. And I'd really like to share those kind of emails with, with other people. That's like, that's, like I said, that, that fibrous knit together, kind of like, you know, that's, that's what I want to walk away with people is knowing, knowing more about them. So anyways, I think you get the idea. I'd really, I, that would, I'd be really, really curious to know. So I hope you guys have a great week and, uh, I look forward to, you know, I'm going to cross my fingers, I'll get some emails, but, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, Like to see those. I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Hopefully, sharing some really cool emails um, and some cool stories. Uh, Until then,
1: imagine me and you. I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together.